Hello and welcome to today's episode of Something to Crow About. I'm Tony Marr, Fair Fanatic, and your host of Something to Crow About. With me today is my friend and certainly a friend of the fair, Mark Whitmer. Mark, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing fabulous, Tony. <laughs> Spectacular. Now, you are a senior executive vice president and chief credit officer and honestly, all-around good guy at Farmers National <laughs> Bank. Uh, and, and, right. we're so, <laughs> and, you know, we're always so appreciative of the support that Farmers gives to the fair each year. But um, beyond that, um, you and the Whitmer family actually have very deep roots at the Canfield Fair. So let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, you know, tell me about your love of the fair. Yeah, Tony, uh, you know, that I can't say enough about, you know, the fair is probably, you know, honestly, it's the highlight of my and my family's year. Uh, you know, the, the kind of, as you say, the deep roots, uh, my grandfather, Paul Whitmer, started uh, bringing John Deere tractors and Brown Swiss cattle to the fair. Uh, I don't know the exact year, I think in, in the forties at some time. Wow. And, and so that's where it all started. And, and so growing up, well, then I always heard my dad talk about being 4-H King, uh, probably in the mid fifties. Um, and, and, you know, his love for the fair, my grandfather's love for the fair really, uh, you know, that, that really passed down into me and, and really for, for myself. And then, as my kids and now my grandkids grow up, you know, and, and really most of my close friends here, the fair is just, it, it's the time of the year. It's the most fun, uh, most looked forward to time of the year. Well, it's the six best days of summer. I mean, you can't go wrong with it, right? <laughs> that, that's right. So, and, and you touched on it a little bit too. So, you know, you almost like your history started at the fair. I mean, early on in life with your grandparents, so it's generational, but, and, and also for you, you were in 4-H. So, so tell me about your time at the fair doing 4-H. Yeah, really, you know, 4-H, to me, 4-H is really kind of the backbone of the fair. You know, we all love the food and, and uh, everything else, entertainment that goes with the fair, but really, you know, the fair started as a kind of an agricultural based show and, uh, you know, 4-H, and that's really kind of where my path has taken me, you know, starting out showing in 4-H. And as I mentioned, my dad always talked about being, and I've got pictures uh, of him as the 4-H king. He was a lot better than me because he was a king, which I never was. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he showed cattle in 4-H, and really that, that kind of got the start um, of the family showing Brown Swiss cattle was when he started showing cattle in, in Brown Swiss in 4-H. And then, of course, I did the same. So I just showed dairy cattle in 4-H and, uh, but, but really I think the things that 4-H teaches our kids, the work ethic, uh, you know, the leadership, everything, mm -hmm. everything 4-H and the youth fair is just so important to me. And then, you know, my four daughters all, uh, you know, really, I, I think I probably had, uh, more fun watching them in 4-H and all their friends, you know, take, and they expanded. We always had dairy cattle, but as they got into 4-H, you know, we had, I, there were several years there where each of them had two steers and two hogs. So oh, wow. we had kind of a whole, uh, we had a whole herd there at the fair yeah. and, and, <laughs> and they did the work. I have to say, you know, the, the kids do the work. That's one thing uh, we say about the junior fair, you know, parents kind of help get the kids there and, and kind of guide them. But 
the kids really do the work and they really learn the work ethic and the responsibility through 4-H. Sure. And that's probably why as a parent, you got to enjoy it more because you were doing the work. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true although i you know i i i remember many mornings you know having to load the pickup truck up with you know get all four girls ready at six o'clock in the morning or whatever and load feed onto the back of the truck and and i showed uh brown swiss dairy cattle in the open class and of course now this year it's going to be different um with the new 4-h facilities but 4-h right. was always at the at the uh, north end of the fairgrounds and the open class was at the south end. So, you know, you're hauling bags of feed to one end and then haul <laughs> them to the other end and help unload them for the kids. So uh, they did a lot of work, but I, even though it was a lot of fun, we did our share of work. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Now, you know, for you, what was that experience like? Say, say the first year you took, cause you have all daughters, correct? Four daughters. Yeah, that's right. So, well, condolences to you, sir. No, I'm, <laughs> I have a daughter, so I get it. Um, for you, what was it like introducing um, the girls all to the Canfield Fair? Well, you know, as as I did, never knew anything different. I, I mean, I'm not even sure if I've ever missed a day. I'm sure I probably have, but I don't know about it. So when I was little of course you know grandfather had and then of course my dad and uncle had uh exhibited john deere farm equipment there so we were always sleeping in the back of the tent yeah and uh then up in the cow barn so we were there from small on up and so for the girls it was the same way i mean they were in the uh in the cattle barns and and sleeping above the cattle from you know babies on up so they they, I guess they kind of, you know, we've got pictures of, of them, you know, of course, with the cows and, and uh, oh, and a lot of different magazines. I can remember when Kelsey, there's a nice picture in the Ohio magazine of Kelsey couldn't have been, you know, more than four years old leading a cow up to the milking <laughs> parlor. And uh, so they learned it from uh, small on up. Yeah. And, you know, uh, talking about your, your grandfather, um, so what was it like, I mean, going there as a kid when they were doing the John Deere, what, did they have them on display out there or? or... Yeah, the, the, okay. you know, the, again, as, as an agricultural fair, uh, the fair board has always, you know, tried very hard to keep the agricultural roots as part of the fair. And sure. so uh, tried hard to get the machinery dealers in the area and, and grandpa always sold John Deere tractors. Uh, and so, so, and, and that was always a highlight too, when I was uh, small being able to, I, I mean, we just, this was another thing as you kind of spur memories, we died to be able to be the ones to drive the tractor because our business <laughs> and our home was about seven miles from the fairgrounds. So we've, we've grown up right close to the fairgrounds, but to be able to drive those tractors, the brand new tractors up route 46 and, and, uh, you know, park them on the lot there at the fair. So we would do that. But, but even before that, uh, you know, I just remember, you know, taking naps still in the, in the <laughs> back of the tent at the fairgrounds. And we always sold uh, toys. Uh, the John Deere tent was, I mean, sure. that was the place to go for everyone. I, especially when I was growing up, I mean, to, to go to the fair and get your John Deere tractor, your toy, we had a toy table. Yeah. Um, and we still have it at home that had a big belt that, that the toys go around and, and everybody came to the tent and there would be lines and, and 
the number of toys that, that we sold at the fair was just, and so my collection of John Deere tractors is, is tremendous. So that was, that was always a highlight. <laughs> and you, you're talking about driving it down 46. I mean, that was like almost like a tractor parade, correct? I mean, you know, <laughs> absolutely. Because we had, you know, numerous tractors and then of course, Whitmer's incorporated uh -huh. their dealership was uh, just down the road. So, up Green Beaver Road and up 46, we had two tractor dealerships driving basically everything they had on their lot up to the fairgrounds. So there's no doubt that was a tractor parade. <laughs> now, I'm interested to see if you still have pictures of, um, uh, of your John Deere toy collection. I would love to see that. <laughs> I, you know, we've got so many pictures of the fair. I mean, you know. All right of toys and then you know pictures of the tent and the, and the tractors displayed on the fair fairgrounds and then of course cow pictures you know as as it progressed you know from the you know when when my girls then got into 4-H then it kind of turned from tractor pictures to cow and pig pictures right right and you know um so you took your position at Farmers um, a couple years ago. How is that um, that relationship with Farmers and the Canfield Fair? I mean, do you? How does that work? Yeah, you know the the uh, I've been at Farmers. Why? Well, actually, been there through a merger. Um, it's about ten years now. But the, you know, Farmers is always you know being located right there. That you know, kind of the only bank in town. We've sure. the Farmers has always supported the fair and. Uh, you know, it, it's been a good uh, relationship for both. And, you know, I just, I, I believe for any, you know, I mentioned kind of the farm equipment dealers and, and then farmers and, you know, any of the local businesses, uh, you know, the fair brings so many people to the area. And, uh, you know, I, I just think it's a good uh, relationship for, you know, goes both ways. So I think it's important for all the small businesses really to support the fair because it just means so much to our community. Sure. And, you know, Farmers has always supported the fair. I mean, we have <laughs> flyers from 1964 where Farmers was the sponsor. So, you know, a, a long lasting partnership with the, the Canfield Fair. And, you know, we always appreciate that. Um, you, you know, and, and for you, you've done a lot of work in the community. Um, and, and we could kind of talk about that when we get back from break. And, and there's something that I want to talk about that, you know, I've known you for a while. Um, you are a jogger, uh, <laughs> but we will talk about that when we get back because I think it's really interesting. So, <laughs> so we'll talk about that right when we get back. Uh, something, something to crow about will come at you once every Tuesday. So make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a minute of the action. You can subscribe on your preferred podcast platform if you have a story from your time at the Canfield Fair and want to be considered for a guest on our show send us an email at marketing at canfieldfair.com with your funny stories, favorite memories, or even your favorite fair food. We are also looking for underwriters for our podcast and are that year at the fair. So if you're interested in learning more about underwriting options, please email marketing at canfieldfair.com. As we prepare to celebrate our 175th Canfield Fair in 2021, we will take a minute each week to reflect on a year in the fair's history. We're calling this That Year at the Fair, so here's my friend, Bert. The year was 1964. 
Lyndon Johnson was the President of the United States, and George Bishop was the Fair Board President. The theme in this year was, there's room for more in 64, and room for more there was. This year saw the expansion of the parking lot by an additional 12 acres, and an additional access road added across the east end of the grounds. Bishop Drive, named after senior board member and board president George Bishop, was added and opened for the very first time. This expanded the midway and allowed for additional concessions and walking paths, bringing the footprint of the fair to what you see today. There certainly was more in 64. That Year at the Fair is brought to you courtesy of the Canfield Fair Board. are back with Mark Whitmer, fair fanatic. Uh, Mark, so you still live in the area. And one of the stories that I appreciate, it's not even a story, it's just what you do. Every morning, you run to work and you haven't missed a day. So <laughs> tell me about that. Well, I, I run farther than it is to work. But sure. no, I, I run every day outside. I haven't missed a day. Uh, since 2009. So I don't know, it's 2020. So about 11 <laughs> years. I, I get in about, uh, I hate to say it, I'm kind of ashamed to say it, but I total it up. It's about 7,000 miles a year. But one thing I do do, and this kind of ties into the fair. So normally I, I, I run from the house and have a route, but every Sunday morning I run up Route 46 and then I run around the fairgrounds just because <laughs> I like to, you know, kind of feel the fairgrounds at all times of the year. Yeah, it, it's almost like it's calling you. I think you <laughs> you put more running miles on yourself than I put on my car a year. That is <laughs> it's seriously impressive. Yeah, yeah. Not, not not the smartest thing, but you know, it's uh, yeah, it's it's just something I do. Hey, it's what you love, you know. It's what you love and commendable. And I I have trouble running out to get the mail, so it's... you know, part part of that really kind of does go back to my agricultural roots you know growing up and and early on in life I was used to getting up and, and going to the barn and, and and doing a lot of physical labor and then as uh, as my career kind of took some turns and I I always worked two jobs I worked into banking but but milked cows at home too and then as as my career in banking got uh, a little more involved I gave up the actually milking cows at home even though we I always have animals at home, uh, so I just didn't quite get the physical, uh, you know, the physical right. labor that I used to. So that's where I kind of took up running, just to do something in the morning. I was used to going to the barn early in the morning, and I always thought when I was growing up, going out to milking the cows, I always thought someday, you know, I'll get a chance to sleep in when I don't have to go milk <laughs> these cows anymore. Well, now I get up earlier to run than I did to milk the cows. So. <laughs> This doesn't change well yeah it's so ingrained in you you know once you get that work ethic you know it's hard to change that but you know it's and and, and that work ethic kind of comes from showing cattle so so kind of talk about your experience showing cattle yeah it, it really does I, I mean cattle uh you know big big part of my life and i, and I just uh, love the cows and even even as my career in banking really has uh I've taken the passion for dairy cattle and all kinds of agriculture. And, and even here at Farmers Now, I think we're the third largest uh, agricultural bank in the state wow. of Ohio. I've really kind of 
taken the passion, but, you know, so many good memories at the fair uh, showing cattle again, starting with showing dairy cattle as a, as a kid. But then I, you know, I still remember uh, I bought my first dairy cattle, I think in, in uh, 1983, right after I was out of high school and attending college at YSU and uh, showed them, I, I think that was the first year they built the barns at uh, the South end of the fairgrounds, the new, barns and we just had a tent because the Coliseum wasn't built there yet. So took, oh, I think about 12 or 13 head of dairy cattle and uh, showed them there at the fair, Brown Swiss dairy cattle. My, my uh, as I mentioned, grandpa and dad always grew up with Brown Swiss. And uh, so that, that just started, uh, you know, from 1983 to however many years that is of showing open class dairy cattle. And uh, so many great memories, you know, just have made so many friends with all the uh, exhibitors. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, Ralph Wentz and Ed Schlegel have been kind of behind me on the other side of the fence for the same number of years. And, you know, just the relationships and the friendships all through the dairy barns. You know, it's just like a family that every year you go and it's kind of like, I don't know, nothing ever changed from year to year. You know, everybody, you, you might not see them. You know, some of the people, you know, Jeff Smith is, is across on the other side. And, and again, he's a runner and a biker. And we sit down and talk, you know, the first day. And it's kind of like, well, we were just there yesterday, but it was actually a year ago. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, and I, I still remember, you know, one of the, the greatest memories. And I was, oh, had been showing uh, Brown Swiss dairy cattle for for 10 years or so. And, and uh, had won grand champion Brown Swiss several times. But you know, really the, the, the challenge was to win grand champion Holstein dairy cow because there's so many more Holsteins. And so I, our herd, we had, we had grown, we had had a um, mixed herd of Brown Swiss and Holsteins and bought a heifer at, uh, at a sale in the spring that, you know, just was, we thought was, you know, it's kind of an average price, average type heifer. And she, she calved out and had a beautiful udder and just a beautiful, young heifer. And at that time I was good friends with Max Van Buren, uh, who was, uh, did a lot of embryo transfer for us. And Max said, Hey boy, you, you should be showing that, uh, that cow at the fair. And so took her along with all the Brown Swiss and, and actually Max was nice enough to show her, uh, cause he was more experienced with the Holstein dairy cattle. And so she won grand champion, which wow. I mean, to me that was, so I had the grand champion Brown Swiss and Holstein in the same year. And that was, you know, I mean, that was it. That oh, was yeah. the ultimate. So, so that was just one of the greatest memories of the, of the show and the cattle. Crowning glory, my friend, crowning glory. <laughs> <laughs> um. but I, I, I think, you know, really, I think from, from the showing part of it and kind of goes on to some other stories, you know, really what eclipsed that was when the girls got into 4-H and yeah. uh, took their pigs and their steers and put all that work into it. And, and another story I remember, you know, the, the one thing I really like about the steer show at the Canfield Fair is they do the lottery. And so it, it's not about who spends the most money. It's, you know, you, you go out, you pick numbers and they have a group of steers they bring in and they do a great job and, and they're all real nice cattle. And, uh, but we, we got eight of them that year, I think. And, and Brianne, who was my oldest daughter, that was her last year in 4-H. So, um, she had already started uh, college. So she had gone away to Akron University and, and because that was the first week of school. So she couldn't be there every day. And uh, so her younger sister 
Kelsey had to show her steer and it ended up that her steer won grand champion. And uh, so we got to, we got back in the barn and got her on the phone and, and told her she won. And, you know, all the girls just helped each other out. And, and that was just such a, such a great experience. We didn't really, yeah. you know, we knew a fair amount about showing dairy cattle, but the steer thing was kind of new to us. So we really didn't know that much. It was just, uh, you know, just hard work by the girls. And, and that, that was sure. just fat. Yeah. You know, if that was me and my family, you know, one of us went away to college, we wouldn't tell them that they're steer one. <laughs> just we're like, Oh yeah. But yeah. no, and, and that's great. I mean, it, um, it's just all about family and it's all about friendships and camaraderie. And you, you kind of hit on it too. Those relationships that you built at the fair last a lifetime. And a lot of people use the fair almost as a family reunion of sorts where they all gather um, and, you know, just keeping that tradition on. And it starts early on in life, especially if you're in 4-H. Um, yeah, that's we're talking about family tradition and, and the family gathering. That is absolutely the case. In fact, I think we have a picture at home every year we have our we we exhibit our dairy cattle and we have our kind of our little spot where everybody sits and we have a couple benches and and uh and we have our big sign that uh, that that says you know rolling meadows brown swiss and um so every year we take a family picture in front of the sign and so year after year and, and that family picture keeps growing and growing and now of course with four daughters who have four husbands and uh, you know, 11 grandkids now, wow. all, they all take family pictures in front of that sign. So we've got so many pictures and I, and one other story, my, one of my other daughters, Kayla, the fir her first date with her husband was at the fair. Oh, so, nice. you know, it's just, again, one experience after another, it seems like the fair has played such a big part in, in our lives just year after year. Absolutely. And you you mentioned you have 11 grandkids. Um, are they all going to be in 4-H? Because that is a force to be reckoned with. They, they will <laughs> all be in 4-H. I, I can guarantee you they will be in 4-H. And Molly, who's my oldest, she's seven. She was already in the, I don't know, little 4-H. Uh, so she's already in 4-H, but they're, they're definitely headed that way. And, you know, kind of going back, another thing that pops into my head as my dad got older, um, you know, and, and I'm sure I'll be the same way, you know, as he declined uh, and even his mind wasn't in the best shape. But when it was fair time and he couldn't drive anymore, my mom would bring him up to the fair and, and to get him to leave the fairgrounds. <laughs> you know, I remember the last year before he died. I mean, we could not get him away from the fair. And, uh, you know, so so now with the kids and it's the same way. And I it's funny because not funny because this is the most sad thing ever but when bergen texted me this summer and said hey i gotta let you know we're gonna have to cancel the fair sure. um i texted my daughter the, the doctor and and so then my she told my granddaughters which which of course molly the oldest was in 4-h and she just cried and cried and my daughter took a picture a video of it which i don't know why she would do that but <laughs> um, so i sent it to bergen and said Bergen, this is how I feel right now. But, um, you know, we all dealt with it. Yeah. It, well, the good thing is, you know, if, if all goes according to plan, 2021 is going to be the 175th Canfield Fair, and it's going to be the biggest and the best Canfield Fair. Um, so, you know, it was this year was like a practice run for it, you know, so, so we're, we're ready for it.
<laughs> we we are ready and uh yes the the, the grandkids are more than ready <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure um you know and like you said too the fair kind of just brings about an energy um and we all look forward to that energy every year so you know without it happening this year hey we, we still got a little bit of that energy but we're ready for next year yeah and you know i there's there's so many things we haven't even talked about you know i I say it's it's agricultural based, but you know, the food stands. I mean, that's right up there on my list too. You know, I've got oh, yeah. my, I've got my my wife knows. I mean, you know, I I hate spending money eating out, but when it comes fair time, <laughs> I say don't cook anything because I'm eating at the fair for seven days or whatever whatever it is. Every meal is at the fair because there's just you know so many different things to eat there that. Uh, you know, I'm not a, not, you know, I don't look like a big eater, but when it comes fair time, you know, the hot sausage, the French, fr you know, I could go down the list, but you can't miss out on the food, entertainment, the tractor pull, you know, it's just so many things. Well, I'm glad you're bringing this all up because now it is time for the Canfield Fair Fave. So how this works is it's kind of quick fire, rapid fire questions. I'm going to ask you about your a, a couple of your favorites at the Canfield Fair. So, I mean, hey, you were already talking about food. So let's talk about that. What is your all time favorite food at the Canfield Fair? You know, boy, this is, I mean, this, I is, a tough, this is a tough one. I, I mean, could I, I, you know, I, I eat it all. I eat the noodles, the, the stromboli, and, but, you know, and the Springfield Ruritan French fries can't be beat. But, right. you know, I, I, I probably have to, you know, there's just, I have to land on a hot sausage sandwich, I, I guess, is where <laughs> I end up. You, you know, I can't eat. leave out the apple dumpling. Yeah, boy, it's, you know, it's a tough one, but yeah. uh, that's where I'll end. Simple question, difficult answer. I get it. There's so many to choose from. <laughs> All right. So number two, the favorite show you have ever seen either at the Canfield Fair or in the grandstand. It could be any kind of show, any kind of entertainment, whatever it is. You know, I, I think I think I'd probably go back. Um, and I don't know what year it was, but I think she would. Yeah, Tim McGraw was there took my wife uh I, I don't know what year that would be we would have been married yeah that's 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 along the line but that was a good show i mean that's just one that kind of sticks in my mind that was a, a memorable show uh, there's been so many too <laughs> yeah yes right. many and i i don't know if i know the answer to this but i think i know the answer to this what is your favorite animal at the fair well, you know, one thing we haven't even talked about because I got a lot of stories that, you know, I love harness racing, the harness racing. Oh yeah. In fact, in fact, and I have to say favorite animal is, is definitely a brown Swiss dairy cattle, dairy cow to be very specific. But, you know, <laughs> this year, my wife and I went up in the pouring rain and sat up <laughs> in the grandstands. We were the only one to watch the harness racing going on, even though the fair on Labor Day. Yeah. Even though there was no fair, but they did the harness racing, but love harness racing. Just fabulous. But nice. I'll stick with the dairy cow. So so do you do any of the of the betting with the harness racing? Is that Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I got you know, I've got a buddy that uh, has a couple of horses and you know, I I always bet on uh, uh, Junior Mast and his uh, couple of horses that he brings and, and he does me well. 
Nice. Nice. So I, I know it was two years ago when they started doing the mule racing. Did you go down for any of that? Oh, yeah. No, I, I never missed the harness racing. You know, and another thing that, you know, try to get it all in. And my dad took me from, I think, little on up is the, the pig iron derby with the big yeah. draft horse pole. Love to watch that. And they, they I think they started that, moved it to the evening and, and get such a nice crowd. So, uh, uh, but yeah, love it all. Well, that is awesome. Well, sir, um, I uh, thank you for sharing your time with me today. You know, it's always great to talk to you, Mark. Um, you know, always a delight. And on behalf of myself, and the Canfield Fair Board. I appreciate you, your family, and Farmers National Bank's contribute, uh, contributions to the Canfield Fair, and of course, the Mahoning Valley. So, sir, I salute you for everything that you've done throughout your time well, here. Yeah, thanks, Tony. And you know, I, again, I, I, I haven't mentioned it, but you know, yeah, just so much to the, the so much respect and, and thankfulness to the Fair Board and all they do and, 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 and the employees there and, and you know, just, you know, it just, this just doesn't happen without a lot of hard work and, and, you know, a lot of people that are very passionate about the fair. So I, I, you know, I thank everybody there at the fair for making this happen. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, thank you for listening, fair friends, and join me next Tuesday when I have a new guest in the chair. And remember, if you're interested in underwriting or possibly being a guest, email marketing at canfieldfair.com. And again, thank you to Mark Whitmer and Farmers National Bank. And we'll see you guys here next Tuesday. Have a great day.